0: I'm your husband, host, Travis McElroy. And
1: I'm your wife, host, Teresa McElroy.
0: And you're listening to Schmanners.
1: It's extraordinary etiquette.
0: For ordinary occasions. Hello, my dove.
1: Hello, dear. How are you? I'm doing okay. Uh, The kids are back to school. I am realizing exactly how little time I actually have during the day where they're both gone.
0: (laughs) Donna is only doing half days, so uh, she comes home at 10.30. Sometimes it just feels... Cruel, because uh, yeah. it's like, oh, we got to wake up early. But don't worry. She's also home before you get to think about, ah, the time I have.
1: So, like, <laughs> it's not like we're going
0: to go see movies and, like, partying now. So, yeah, it's fine. She's loving it. Everybody's loving it. School year's going great. And you know what school year makes me think of, Teresa? Learning. Oh. You know what learning makes me think of? Oh. Asking. And you know oh. what asking makes me think of? Questions.
1: Okay, right. You you know, the segue is an art Thank you. I don't know if that was a masterpiece, but it was good.
0: No, that was more like the machine <laughs> segue than anything else. But we're doing an Ask Smanners is where I'm going for. I have questions.
1: We are. Um so if you have etiquette questions, you can send them to schmannerscast at gmail.com. Um, we love hearing from you guys, and your questions and topics are always welcome and appreciated. Um, also, shout-outs. Thanks for everybody just saying hi to Alex. She reads every email, and she loved reading them, looking for, for questions. Except for that
0: one. You know which one we're talking oh, about. Oh, no, don't even. It's great. So, first question, Teresa.
1: My friend... Has been getting a lot healthier lately, which is awesome. Not only are they losing weight, it just seems like they're in a better mood all around. Is there a way to compliment them without implying there was ever anything wrong with them or the way they look? So it is great to tell our friends that they're doing an awesome job, right? But we really do need to walk a very, you know, a little tightrope here as far as like commenting on people's bodies. Right. Because um, weight does not equal health. And so someone could be very thin and, you know, that is one of the beauty standards of our society at the moment Um, and be in very poor health. And someone could be larger, um, maybe even taller or maybe mostly muscular or something that's just outside of the current beauty standards and be very healthy.
0: I would argue that where I'm at now in my life, uh, I like when you know I I'm probably about thirty pounds heavier than I was in my twenties, but I make a lot more healthy choices. Oh yeah, now, totally right. And like I'm treating my body a lot better and treating my brain a lot better than I did then. I would also say not just you can't equate. Uh, like weight and health, but also to like drill down on a little bit, you can't equate losing weight with getting healthier, mm-hmm. right? Because there's also a lot of illnesses that yeah. cause you to lose weight. There's a lot of, you know, th- th- there's just a lot more to it than that.
1: So what we're saying is a person's body is their own business, right? But it does seem like from this question that you want to congratulate your friend on making healthier choices, which I think is a good thing to do.
0: I would also say, though, that this – is before we get too much further into it this is also uh like there's two different answers to this mm-hmm. right because there's like a general answer of how in general you might address this and there's also like what kind of specific relationship do you have with this person and right. like what right because like i have friends that i'd be like hey you're working out you're looking you know re- i'm seeing the muscles pop and you're getting it right like that kind of thing i'd be way more comfortable saying that to a friend of mine, then like some, A closer friend, yeah. Yeah, then like, oh, there's a, another parent of a child in BB's class, and I see them at drop-off, and I want to be like, hey, getting ripped, right? <laughs> and that might be maybe uh, inappropriate.
1: Right. Um, this person said that they their friend seems happier, and that is a great way to comment on somebody's, uh, like, the the way that they're appearing to you. You seem happier, Um it, it makes me really happy to see that you're happy. That's great, right? Um, or do they have like a physical accomplishment mm. that you could congratulate them on? Maybe they're doing a couch to 5K or, or whatever it is, right? You can say, that's really awesome. That's inspiring or, or something like that. Um, so the way that you want to do it is you want to center the way that your friend feels, yes. right? And the accomplishments without trying to make them self-conscious.
0: Right. There is also, I think, if that person is working out to, like, get stronger, Mm -hmm. right? That's the reason I started going to the gym because my kids started getting bigger. And I was like, I want to be able to lift up both my kids without, you know, I don't know, pulling something. And, like, they keep getting bigger, so I got to get smaller. (laughs) And, like, that I think is I think at
1: one point it does—the two lines do converge and then— and then cross no, each event,
0: other. No, <laughs> I don't care if my kids are 26 <laughs> and 23. I'm going to be able to pick them up on both hands like Atlas or something, you know, and I'm doing it. But I think like that is a, if someone's working out to like build muscle, mm-hmm. right? That's like a thing that's not about, I don't think, you know, health or anything like that. It's like if they're building muscle and that's the goal and you can see that the muscle's building, you can say like, oh, your muscles, like your arms are looking really defined, right? I like, I think that's a, Fact mm-hmm. right, I can see the definition of your muscles in your arms,
1: yeah fact, yeah, right, um, I think this goes back to we've we've talked before about there's a way to compliment someone without making it about the body specifically, like right. uh, you know, like if someone looks good in a dress, that right. dress looks great on you, exactly, right, instead yeah. of talking about the body in the dress, all right, ready for another one,
0: yeah, this one is. I sent a text message about someone to the person I was talking about. Help.
1: I didn't know that we were going to go back and forth on this. I like it. I it, like it the energy. It makes feel involved. Okay, yeah. that's great. Do you, do you have an idea? Uh, you got to move. Mo- what you you got to move away. Burn mm-hmm. your foot. You
0: say, hey, my kid got a hold of the phone.
1: We don't pack we our we... bags and move away on Schmanners. You lie. That's, that's You'd only the Bam. You
0: lie your little butt off. You lie for uh... your teeth. And you say, that was a joke. <laughs>
1: uh, no, I don't think so. I think that you have to own up to it. You have to say as quickly as you realize it. I mean, obviously they know that this was not for them, right? But depending upon how rough the message was, it might be very difficult for you to mend this relationship, right? Yeah. The website Lifehacker gives a really great example of how to handle this. Um Saying, if you text or slack your coworker Jill, a message that says, Jill never shuts up about her stupid, ugly chihuahua or whatever. You can't just say, hey, that wasn't for you. <laughs> Jill is well aware that it wasn't for her. So you're just going to have to eat it on this one. Say, hey, Jill, I'm sorry about that. I'm in a bad mood today, but I shouldn't have insulted you or scrappy. I'm finding it hard to concentrate today, and your talking was distracting me, but that's no excuse for being so rude. I love this apology because it explains the reasons without making it somebody else's fault. You're accepting, Mm -hmm. accepting the fault. I sent that on accident. Yes, it was distracting. That's not a reason to be so mean.
0: And I think the important thing is, like, you're not going to fix it. Right? right. Like there is not a way that you're going to 100 percent walk it back and nothing has happened. But this is something that we try to instill in our girls. Like, I, you know, everyone gets frustrated. Yeah. Everyone has feelings. Everyone's allowed to express those feelings. Right. So there are times where I get frustrated at BB. Right. And I'll be like, oh, my God, just I don't know, man. Like, I don't have the answer to every question. Why do you ask so many questions? And I could leave it there. Right. But now I'm making my kid feel bad about uh, being inquisitive and asking all these questions. But the fact is, I'm also allowed to be frustrated. Right. So the important thing is to say, like, hey, listen, I got frustrated and I, you know, I, I express that frustration towards you. Sometimes I get overwhelmed when there's a lot of questions and I don't know how to answer it. I love that you ask questions. And the fact that I got frustrated about it is about me feeling overwhelmed. And not because you did anything wrong. I'm not saying, right, in that in that explanation, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I shouldn't get frustrated, right, or it, I was wrong to be frustrated. You, I'm clarifying that you it's expressed about me it
1: inappropriately,
0: right? It's about me that I got. I want you to understand that that was from me being overwhelmed and frustrated, not because you were doing anything wrong. I'm allowed to feel frustrated but I want you to know that it's not about you or anything you were doing. I was just frustrated in the moment. So I think like the fact of the matter is all that happened was you were frustrated about this person and you have these negative feelings about this person. And instead of you feeling them in private, right Mm -hmm. now you're feeling them in In public, yeah, but it's not like you and that person had a super great, awesome relationship, anyways. Because, well, in
1: that moment, but like you might still have to work with this person, see this person. No, no, no. But what I'm
0: saying is, it might actually end up being uh for the good. Because if you were feeling these frustrations, you're feeling these issues in private, this might just like force you to confront those and like have a conversation about it,
1: okay? And like
0: deepen it right in that way. But also, apologize, explain, don't try to, like, cover it up or back out of it or anything like
1: that. Yeah. Next question. If someone gives me a present that's supposed to be displayed or worn, what are the rules for where it's displayed slash how often it's worn? Okay. This, this is some, a question that I have dealt a lot with. Because I, as far as gifts go, really enjoy a practical gift—something um, that I cannot use. It, I often feel like the the gift giver maybe didn't didn't think about the way that I like to get gifts. They like to they think about the way that they like to give gifts. Instead of the way that I like to get Why are
0: you looking at me so much? What have I done? (laughs) What did I do? Well, I think, yeah, there's that. And then there's also, I think, sometimes, okay, so for me, right? And I think that there are a lot of people like me. Me giving someone a gift is a chance for me to show, like, I know you, right? Mm-hmm. I like love language very much, so right. So to be able to say, like, I know the kind of stuff that you like. I know what you had you you mentioned this stuff. I thought you would be really into this, right? And sometimes that's a miss, right? Sometimes they're sure, like, yeah. I really thought you'd be into this, and they're like, that's not for me. Um, I also well, before we even get to the answer, can I just say? I think, at least here in the US and at least the society that I like, the culture I have experienced, I think we put way too much uh, uh, pressure and stuff into gifts. I think it's a little bit unhealthy. The way we think about gifts and culture and everything of this like, do you love it? You love it, right? I nailed it, right? Like it's so, Mm, we put so much importance into it. Yeah,
1: because it's a, we have a very materialistic society. Right, right? yes.
0: That it's become a way of like, and I spent a lot of money on that or it's really nice or it's really fancy. you better
1: be grateful. Right,
0: exactly, right? That there is a certain amount of like, expectation associated with it.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So now to get into the answer, what I would do when this is not me doing any research, this is just me speaking from the heart. (laughs) I probably wouldn't say anything, but if I were going to actually do something about it, right, open the gift. Oh my God, thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate this, right? And then later uh, say like, hey, I want you to know, I really appreciate the gift. It's not really my style, or uh, I really appreciate the gift. I, I don't know that it's something I have a use for, right?
1: This is great. This is great. I love this. Not exactly what the question is asking. The question is asking, for example, if someone gifted you a piece of art, how, what are the rules about displaying it or how often, right? Like, if do you have to hang this in your house in a place of honor forever, Or do you have to wear that sweater every time your aunt comes over? No, no. Right? Definitely
0: the second one, no. Right? Because if I give someone a T-shirt, if I see them wear that T-shirt once in the rest of my life awesome okay but like expecting them to do it every time but also sometimes someone has ADHD and you give them a piece of art and they're like oh my god this is amazing and they truly think it's amazing and then they forget to hang it up mm. I have a piece of art it's a beautiful beautiful like wood cutting thing dad got me over thing and I look at it all the time as it leans against my bookcase and I think <laughs> about hanging it up and I'm like I gotta hang that thing up and I will what's that over there and I'm gone uh, off on I another mean, adventure if
1: you think about it it is still displayed you're still looking at it it's just not on the wall. Sure. It's on the floor. Anyway, um here's the thing. A gift is not an obligation, right? It's very thoughtful to receive a gift, but in order for it to be a true gift, right? It's no strings are attached to it.
0: Now that now hold on. That's true in a perfect utopian society. Yes. Yes. But you know that that's not always the case, right? I
1: know, but I don't think okay, for example, If I gave my friend Maggie a mug, right? She loves mugs. Sure. Do I expect her to use it and remember every time I come over to use that mug? No. I expect she's gonna put it in the cabinet. She's gonna take it out when it comes into rotation. She's gonna look at it and think of me. And that's enough right? It doesn't Well, ha- that's
0: because you're a kind and thoughtful human being. I'm saying there are definitely people in this world that if they, like, give you a painting and then they come over your house a week later and that painting's not hanging up, they're going to be upset. And I bring it up because of this. That's them, right? Because this is an important thing, I think, about manners and etiquette that we talk about often. That's their own thing. Mm-hmm. They might be upset, but you didn't do anything wrong, Mm. Right. Because there are processes and procedures that we talk about all the time of like the right way uh, to do this and this and this. Right. That we can explain to someone like, hey, if you're unsure, like we can explain that there is a window of time for like thank you notes. Right. Where it's just like, OK, if you are worried, oh, dude, is it too late? back?" Here's the general window of time. Right. Mm hmm. But there's also then plenty of people who are like, I gave you a gift yesterday and I still haven't gotten a thank you note. And like that's that's on them. So what we're saying is, us, Teresa and Travis, (laughs) are telling you you're not a bad person if you don't wear that sweater or whatever when that person comes over. We have no control over what they think about you, but we're telling you you're off the hook.
1: Here's something that you can do, okay? Say you receive a wreath or a, um, a a decorative candle or something. At that occasion, when the person is there, maybe it's like a party or whatever, put it out. Don't, like, stack it up with the rest of the gifts. Display it for the party. Light the candle right away, okay? Mm. And then you can see, everyone can see, right, that you enjoy the gift, but it doesn't have to stay out all the time. Okay? So here's what you could that's what you could do. Same thing with like you get a novelty t-shirt for Christmas or whatever before the gift giver, maybe your mom, leaves. My mom would never give a novelty t-shirt but my dad has, has many t- has definitely before they leave the next morning, wear it to breakfast, right? And then you are under no obligation to ever wear it again in their presence. And then you can
0: fly it up to their rafters like you're <laughs> retiring a jersey.
1: So you don't, you don't have to keep the wreath or the candle out all the time. You don't have to wear that T-shirt in your permanent rotation. Just enough to let the gift giver know that you do like the gift. Okay. I think is a great idea.
0: Now I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you want to hear a thank you note for our sponsors? Yes, I do. We want to say thank you to Zola.
1: Thanks, Zola. Zola.
0: Thank you for everything. Do you remember when I felt down that well? And Zola dove in that's, after me. That's
1: not what Zola is for.
0: No, that was Lassie. You're right. Sorry, Zola. I got Zola confused for Lassie because just like Lassie, Zola is always <laughs> helping people. Always there for people.
1: That one was a masterful segue. Thank that you. Was very- a, that was a masterpiece of a segue. Thank you very much.
0: You know what? I did. I did go to Segway College. <laughs> Speaking of Segway College, Zola's there. <laughs> it's absolutely nothing. But when you're getting married, it's not just about the big day; it's about all the days along the way, and Zola's here for all of them. I was actually recently talking with a friend of mine, and I was like, "Hey, you guys are getting married soon." And he was like, "Yeah, in a month," and we're over it. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, well, we're past solving all the big things. Oh, yeah. And now it's just like little things we never would have thought of keep popping up. And it's getting very frustrating. And we're ready to just be married
1: already. I feel like this is some, that's a natural stage. I feel like we went through it. Mm -hmm. We were like, I'm done. I'm done. Let's just elope. Yeah. And you know what? If that happens to you, I totally understand. And if you do elope i also totally understand yes. but zola can make things easier so maybe that feeling is just passing
0: yeah whether it's save the dates invitations wedding websites registries all of that stuff Zola's design sets the scene for the kind of wedding it's going to be. Plus, Zola can suggest venues and vendors and make the experience even more memorable. Man, I wish we had had Zola at the time because we were just, we had a huge mind. I know we've talked about this, but we had just like a notebook where we had a
1: spiral notebook. Yeah,
0: we had it with us like 24 7, and we just think of like, oh, haven't figured that out yet, and like write it down with a question mark, right? Don't do that. Don't be <laughs> like us. Basically planning a wedding in the dark ages. Use Zola. Start planning at Zola.com slash schmanners. That's Z-O-L-A dot com slash schmanners.
1: I'm Emily Heller. And I'm Lisa Hanawalt. And we're the hosts of Baby Geniuses. We've been doing our podcast for over 10 years. When we started, it was about trying to learn something new every episode. Now it's about us trying to actively get stupider. And it's working. (laughs) Hang out with us and you'll hear us chat about... Gardening. Horses. Various problems with our butts. And all the weird stuff that makes us horny. That's so weird, all that stuff. (laughs) Baby Geniuses. Show for adult idiots every other week on maximum fun. Baby geniuses, we know everything. Baby geniuses tell us something we
0: don't know. The following pro wrestling contest is scheduled for one fall, making their way to the ring for the Tights and Fights podcast or the baddest trio of audio,
1: the hair to beware, Danielle Radford. It really is. Great. Here, The Brit with a permit to hit Lindsay Kell The Queen is dead Long live the Queen And the fast-talking,
0: fist-clocking Hal Upland
1: See, I can wrestle and be an announcer
0: Get ready for tights and fight Listen every
1: Saturday Or face the pain Find us on Maximum Fun Now ring the bell
0: Okay, Teresa, you ready for another question? I am. Okay, let's do another question. Can I tip on a gift card?
1: Uh, may- Maybe, maybe you can. But I think that the real thing is that is probably more trouble than it's worth, right?
0: <sighs> okay, here's the thing though. Here's what I would say. If you have a gift card and whether it's for a a service, like you're going for a massage or you're going for to get your nails done or you're going for whatever, right? Or it's for a dinner, right? And it's somewhere fancy that you're going out for dinner, I would call the place ahead of
1: time and
0: say Hey, um, I'm you know making a reservation or making an appointment, and I have a gift card. And before I come, I want to see if you guys if it's able to tip on the gift card or if I should plan on tipping a different way. Because like, if someone gave me like here's a you know two hundred dollar gift card to go out to dinner, right? And I went out to dinner, right? And then it was like, yeah, we don't accept the tip on that. And so now it's like, oh no, I need to do like forty dollars for a tip and I kind of wasn't planning on that Oh no, what it like that can get very tricky and what you don't want to do is just not tip.
1: Right. I definitely agree with that. Let's be prepared. Um, There are ways around it. Okay. If that occurs, right, maybe somebody's system is equipped to do that. Maybe it will take a lot of hassle to do that. So here is another idea. What if you buy something small in the denomination that you wish, right? And then maybe not take that with you or... Uh, so you're d- saying
0: like pay with the gift card and then like buy a... You know, like say like uh, ring me up for like a soda, right? Or a cookie, run my card and then I can tip you on the card. Right. Yes. Okay. So that way you're tipping
1: yes. on your
0: like debit card or credit card or whatever. Exactly. And paying with the gift card.
1: Yeah. Right. Because the the systems usually can do, like, I mean, I'm picturing, like, Square, right? Where you do the coffee at the coffee shop, and it says, would you like to tip, right? And it has the 10, the 15, the 20, the 25, or whatever. If you did a gift card, you might not be able to do that. But if you buy something else, something small, like, you like, like a soda, right? Then you could tip on your credit card.
0: Well, and listen, I'm about to sound... Like an almost 40-year-old dad. Because I am. But you know what every place, just about every place, always accepts? Cash. Cash money. These days, man, I tell you what. There are times. Like, for example, you know, we travel a lot. I know I do a lot of live shows. And I always tip housekeeping, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, when I leave, I leave money to say, hey, thank you for cleaning my room. And... It started to become more and more frequent where it's like the day to check out and I'm like, oh, I don't have any cash and I'll go down like to the front desk and I'm like, hey, do you guys have an ATM here? And they're like, oh no, we don't do cash in the hotel. And I'm like, oh, uh, okay. Like, and what I'm saying is I try to bring cash with me because mm-hmm. you never think about needing it right until the moment where it's just like, oh no, I just valet parked. And I need to pay this person like $5 and I don't have it, right? Right. Or something like that, man. And there are times where it's like, I don't get, where do you get cash?
1: What? I try to
0: travel with it now.
1: You can get cash back at some like tills, like some grocery stores or whatever, right? Yeah. Convenience stores. But like you said, it's better to be prepared. You can call ahead if you really want to tip on the card or uh, the gift card, or you can do a second transaction, like I said, with something small, whatever, the the smallest amount that they'll be able to run your card for that you might, that you're going to use or drink or whatever anyway, or bring the cash.
0: This next question hits so close to home that it's like a hit in my living
1: room. I am so awful at texting back. I don't even know why half the time. It might be an anxiety thing. How can I let my friends know that I'm not avoiding them?
0: You are not alone question asker
1: (laughs) can I tell you what
0: happens to me what gets me because it will pop up like my notifications pop up on my phone without even unlocking the phone right I pick it up and it's like a one sentence thing it's like okay we'll meet there at eight and I see it and I'm like awesome and I say out loud (laughs) like great that works yes whatever and then I put my phone away yeah. And then I ended up with like 500 unread messages. And I'm like, I'm reading the message. I saw it with my eyeballs. I just didn't <laughs> open it and you respond to it.
1: You know, this is such a universal feeling uh, because the the UK based website, Stylist, reached out to a therapist to see if they could gain some insights on why our phone notifications can feel so overwhelming, right? Dr. Elena Torroni. It could be busyness or underlying anxieties that lead to someone being a bad replier. It can also be about control. When we feel anxious and overwhelmed, we might try to take control of the situation in the way of, it's up to me when I get back to someone. It's a way of avoiding a feeling of being coerced into engaging with someone or something in a moment when we don't wish to, right? I mean,
0: the number of times where, and it's pretty cliche, I think, at this point, but when people talk about, like, neurodivergent stuff and, like, spoons of just, like, Mm -hmm. a, a question will come in. And the person has no way of knowing this, right? But of I'm course. dealing with like, oh no, Dot's having a meltdown and the dogs are barking because the man just dropped off whatever and I'm trying to figure out dinner. I can't answer this right now, right. right? And it's just like, that's nothing. They didn't do anything wrong. They didn't know, right? But like, I can't stop what I'm doing and be like, I don't know, man, what are you up to? Like, I can't do that right
1: now. Right. So a couple of practical tips would be if you if you do not like this behavior in yourself, Um, there's a couple of things that you can do. So maybe you can rearrange your apps or notifications in a way that are a little more pleasing, right? Maybe as soon as you open your phone, you don't want to be faced with like a wall of notifications, right? Um, Maybe even setting aside some time in your day to exclusively focus on replying to messages. That's what I do. Like the admin hour, right?
0: That's what I do where it's like, okay, it's, you know, uh, I try to wait because we have a lot of people who work in all the different time zones and I have friends across the country and stuff where I'm like, okay, it's 1 p.m., time to go through and answer emails and texts and everything, right? right. But I also say this, normalize bumping stuff, right? This is something we do in our like work chats. It's something that my friends and I do, emails do, right? Where it's just like, I send person, someone this thing, Even if it's just like, hey, what are you up to this weekend? And they didn't answer. 24 hours goes by and you just write bump and send it back. Right? Right. Because sometimes I get the thing. I'm like, oh, I'm going to answer that. And then it goes out of my head. It's gone. And then I get that bump notification. I'm like, oh, this is a better time to do it. Right? But you got to wait. You can't do it like 20 minutes later. Right? Yeah. Do it like the next day.
1: So don't, don't beat yourself up too badly, right? Because a lot of us love the convenience of texting because we don't want to be put on the spot with like a phone call. Yes. Right? So if you don't answer right away, that's what it's for, right? So don't beat yourself up too much about not getting back to someone. 24 hours, I think, is a really great kind of catch-all for that. Um, but like also... We are expected to be on so many platforms all the time, right? Especially if your job is on the internet, like you and I, Travis. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's the Instagrams, there's the Facebooks, there's the Slack, there's like all of The these, hula
0: hoops. All of And these... that funky music the kids <laughs> love these days. What is it? Ska with all their trombones? <laughs> all of those things. Their two-tone shoes? What are they doing over there with those big suits?
1: Where there might be direct messaging, there might be group chats, there might be all this kind of stuff. Right? It's a lot. So this is
0: this is, I think, the struggle to find the balance. Right. For for me, right, and I can't speak for all all people with different the myriad of neurodivergences, right. But for me, it's trying to find a balance between. Not beating myself up while still holding myself accountable. Sure. Right? Because you don't want to be like, yeah, I guess I'm just a person who doesn't respond to people. And it's like, well, no, that's not great. So what you're saying is the way that I respond to people is different from, like, the way someone else might do it. Mm -hmm. But I still need to make sure that I'm finding – a method that works for me Mm -hmm. to make sure I'm responding to people. Because
1: you want to manage those responses, right? right? It's Um, not just like,
0: hey, it's my world and you're just living in it, right? (laughs) That's not how it works, right? You might be like, listen, I know that there are people out there who respond to everybody right away. I'm not that person, but I'm going to do my best to make sure I get a response to somebody in a timely way. I've told people like, listen, I'm sorry to say this, but sometimes if there's not a question mark at the end of the text, I will, I don't even think to respond to it. So that makes
1: total sense. If you
0: need an answer and not, if you're not just like telling me something and you actually need an answer to something, if you can phrase it as a question, I'm way more likely to answer it right Mm -hmm. away Mm -hmm. than like, because for example, in that circumstance of someone saying like, okay, we'll see the movie at eight. And that seems to me to be the end of a conversation, but they wanted confirmation from me. That 8 o'clock worked and that I'll be there? Yeah. And I wasn't even thinking that. So if they said, okay, so does 8 work for you, right? Or so we'll do 8, question mark, then mm-hmm. I will write back?
1: Yes. That's right? great. Um, that's a great way to let people know kind of like your your hack or whatever, right? right? This is a
0: Trav hack. Travis, <laughs> <Hagleroy. laughs>
1: Travis Hagleroy. Travis <laughs> Uh Also, phones come with like do not disturbs, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you can send a text, and you'll get that do not disturb mode or quiet mode or whatever it is. Um, you can choose to send it through anyway, but they might not. They might not respond, right? Because if I've put on my phone that this is quiet time for me, I'm not. I'm probably not going to answer it.
0: You could also just get in the habit of what I do whenever my friend Alice texts me, where you just text back, "Who is this? How'd you get this number?" <laughs> Um, also... I have texted... By the way, what Alice is like my best friend, and we work together all the time, and she works with me, and she's like the right half of my brain, I guess. She's the person I hired to make sure that my ADHD doesn't get in the way of me being a functional adult business person, Okay. and my phone now auto-corrects her name to all caps. If I type <laughs> in Alice, I'll be like, yeah, I asked Alice about it. and it'll just like count <laughs> Alice all the time, and I'm like, how many times did I have to write her name in all caps before my phone's like, I guess we're just
1: always
0: (laughs) very insistent that Alice exists.
1: Um, There's also a lot of great stuff on the phones. Now there's speech to text. Yes. Uh, I often do that because I need one hand for, I don't know, like, pushing Dottie on the swing or whatever. And so I have to do speech to text. There's also voice memos that you can send. My sibling Liz really loves those. Um, Gmail
0: where it's just like, here's like a four word auto of yep. Yes, looks great. Yep. I do those all the
1: time. There are definitely ways around it. And if things are, if this is getting in the way of your relationships, there's lots of people that you can reach out to for help as well.
0: Okay, so that's going to do it for us. We have more. There's more questions, but we're going to have to save it for another Ash Manners. So if you have questions for us, you can email them to us. We want to say thank you to Alex for going through these questions and for going through all of our emails. We could not make this show without Alex. We also want to thank our editor, Rachel. We couldn't make this show without you. And we want to thank you for listening. We could make a show without you, but actually not this one. Well. We actually couldn't make this one without you because it was about the questions you sent it. What else, Teresa? What else do we say?
1: We always thank Brent, Brent Floss Black, for writing our theme music, which is available as a ringtone, where those are found. Also thank you to Bruja Betty pennant Photography for the cover picture of our fan-run Facebook group, Schmanners Fanners. If you love to give and get excellent advice from other fans, go ahead and join that today. Um, please continue, once again, to send things in to us. We'd love it. SchmannersCast at Gmail Dot com say hi to Alex she reads everyone
0: and that's gonna do it for us so join us again next week
1: no RSVP required
0: you've been listening to Schmanners
1: Manner Schmanners get it